Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Aloha and welcome everyone to another Paradigm Shift Circle discussion. My name is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, Skull Babylon, Wolf Shield. Thank you so much for joining us wherever you are, whenever you are, for another heart-expanding, mind-opening, consciousness-shifting discussion. So today's topic is what and why are ghosts so uh again once again just kind of leaning into the themes of halloween and sawain and uh very special time of the year where uh, as we recognize the, the veil is often considered to be fairly thin and this topic is one that we'll be uh, again just kind of leaning into having some fun with and trigger warning for those of you who may be a little bit sensitive to the topics of uh, of ghosts and and things like that and uh yeah we'll be approaching this from kind of like the angle of, of trying to gain a better understanding of, of what ghosts are, as well as I'm sure hearing from uh, some, perhaps some stories and experiences that, that people have had in their in their own life as well. And uh, yeah, this is a very, very interesting topic. And, and uh, we'll get things rolling into the start of today's discussion as I'll just go over some basic house rules. And a quick reminder for those of you who may be watching this in the future, we do these Paradigm Shift Circle discussions every Wednesday at 4 p.m. EDT. This is through the Paradigm Shift Central Team Project. And you can participate through these with these through the Discord server. That's our voice it's a voice only conscious conversation. So you join on discord and not only will you be able to get to connect with a lot of awesome stuff in the community there, but you'll be able to connect into the stage portion of the discord where you can join in for our circle discussions and other cool events. And again, it's a voice only uh, facilitated conscious conversation. So feel free to check that out. A reminder, you can find the recordings on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio for your listening convenience. Lots of really good episodes there. The previous one that we had was uh, how do we communicate or how does spirit communicate with us? And uh, yeah, again, this one kind of within the same genre as well. So with that said, I'll just get things started and read over our basic intentions and guidelines. And then from there, we'll get into the discussion. Uh, so far, we have Belize in, in the chat with us as well. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have a few more people joining in as we go. So we'll start things off. I'll, I'll get the conversation rolling and then from there we'll uh yeah just see where the where the branches unfold so for those of you tuning in on tiktok or instagram now is another time where you want to be able to jump over to my youtube click the link in my profile and do that now and through there you'll also find a link to join on air for discord so we hope if you're watching this on uh, youtube perhaps you'll get inspired partway through to be able to join in on discord and uh it's nice and easy so if you would like to do that then the invitation is there for those of you on youtube just do me a favor drop an 1111 in the chat if you guys can hear me okay and with that said we'll get things rolling so Thank you again, everyone, for joining today's Paradigm Shift Central Circle. Before we get started, here are a few guidelines and reminders. Paradigm Shift Circles are an intentional sacred digital space created to host inspirational conscious conversations to nurture our spirits and build community. Circles are sometimes recorded. This one is. At the end of the circle, a screenshot will be taken of those in attendance. Please respect the instructions of the facilitators of the circle. Please respect the intention of the space. Please respect your fellow members. You are welcome to simply listen in to, or to speak in the circle, to step on stage and to speak in the circle. Please hold your hand. Please use the hand raise button within Discord and wait to be brought on stage by a facilitator. Once on stage, please wait for the facilitator's prompt to speak. If you have already, if you are already on stage and wish to speak next, simply blink your microphone by clicking the mute and unmute button a few times. 
and wait for the facilitator's prompt. Circles generally go up until the top of the hour. We will conclude with gratitude at five minutes to the hour. We'll probably go a little bit later today. Please tell your friends and invite others who may be interested. If you have not already, please feel free to check out the, Par the Paradigm Shift Central Patreon membership, where you can join as a leading member in the community to be able to help not only support these events, but also to be able to get involved with further private membership events and perks throughout the, uh, throughout the servers and the communities. So thank you so much for joining, for contributing. Thank you to our Patreon supporters and enjoy. So... Yeah, I'm excited to be able to dive into this one. So let's uh, let's see if we can let's see like legitimately let's see if we can connect some dots related to the the metaphysical mystery uh, of what and why are ghosts. So uh, I'll get things started here, and then we'll pass over to Belize. Uh, Wheezy, I can see you. If you would like to be able to join in at some point, go ahead and raise your hands. And again, for anybody who's on TikTok or on Instagram, join in on YouTube. And for those of you who are tuned in on any platform, uh, feel free to join us on the Discord. Links in my profile and uh, links in the info for this video on YouTube. So, all right, here we go. So what and why are ghosts? All right, what do I, <laughs> what do I have to say about this one? So. Yeah, I, again, you know, I think this is definitely one of those those questions that I remember even when I was younger, like I was aware of what ghosts are, you know, like even as children, we're kind of introduced to the concept of, of ghosts and ghoulish things and monsters and vampires and Frankensteins. And, and sometimes I think when we're perhaps just kind of, you know, as a child, we would see it through the lens of a child. And, and, and even then, you know, it was like this like spooky thing with a it was a person with a bedsheet over the head with holes cut in it. It was Casper the ghost. It was, um, you know, kind of like this caricature of, of a very real topic, which is, of course, life and death. And, and so, you know, with this over time, this this concept, you know, it, it begins to not only arrive more and more throughout our consciousness, oftentimes through like interpretations through media, um, but again, there's also the invitation for us to be able to dive a little bit deeper into this. And, and for those who seek it, uh, I think this is one of those topics where there's an infinite, there's an infinite, like, I don't know what the right word is, labyrinth of uh, experiences that are out there that people can look to, that people can learn from, that people can reference as examples. And, and I think this is one of those topics where, you know, uh, you can connect the dots, like I said, but but for the people who have had their own experiences, they're, they're going to have their own unique understanding of it. And, and, and I think what's interesting is when we look at... Um, where together we can have kind of like this some sort of like i said best guess as, as to what and why ghosts are so uh i'll just try and dial it in on what and why ghosts are real short and then i'll pass over to Belize. and then uh anybody else would like to be able to join up uh please feel free to do so again we got a small group in the discord so if you guys are tuning in on discord uh please feel free to join us as, as we get going today so yeah again let me let me just take one more step back here because i want to be able to dive a little bit deeper uh what and why are ghosts from like a very metaphysical perspective I think the the idea that kind of like resonates well with me is this idea that what we identify as ghosts are consciousness in its non-corporeal form you know like like consciousness in itself is, is not something that depends on a body yet it's something that operates through a body and, and so what we identify as as ghosts is the experience of consciousness existing in a form outside of its body now ghosts in itself is like a very kind of like specific almost like subgenre of ways that spirit can manifest um so you know like if, if you're going back to the definition i just gave you know just be like well is someone who's astral projecting are they a ghost is that consciousness operating outside of its body like i mean i think it's like 
still connected to the body um and maybe that's kind of like what, what's different is that in order to be a ghost that silver cord has to be cut like that's that's what we're considering like the moment of a ghost the ghost is the definition that it is the spirit just as astral projection would still be the spirit but it's the spirit of someone who has died someone who who no longer has the physical body to be able to return to and then at that point that's where for me one of the interesting things about understanding what ghosts are i i actually look at the um the reference of uh like the tibetan book of the dead which i think explains it quite clearly and 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 in a way that i understand it as well um and just as reference like you know who here has seen the movie enter the void like enter the void is such a cool movie which is literally what we can identify as a ghost like ghosts aren't always again you know going to be like this spooky thing it's going to be like the experience of the spirit and sometimes you know it's like it's like well, we can talk about, it. you know, it's like the spirit might be kind of like seeking something or wandering or as I was about to allude to from the perspective of the spirit, which is an interesting to fathom. What's it like for a ghost to be a ghost from their perspective? Do they have a present moment equally as real as this one? And it seems to me that and again, what, what it says in the Tibetan Book of the Dead, that's it's very much like when you're dead, sometimes the dead don't know they're dead as a spirit to them it's kind of shifting more into this one layer up from dimension. And it's kind of like entering back into this very dreamlike state. And I've talked about this in many different contexts where, you know, I, I'm like talking about the idea that dreams are basically us returning to where we are from. And it's this very dreamlike state. So when we die, we return to another version, another aspect of where we are from, which is still this very dreamlike state. So from the perspective of a spirit, it would almost be sometimes, depending on how conscious the spirit is, which is a whole topic in itself, different ghosts can have different degrees of consciousness, just as humans can. You know, from the consciousness of the spirit, it would almost be as if they're sleepwalking. And not just sleepwalking, but like, you know that feeling when you're in a dream and you don't really know it's a dream and it's not until you wake up from the dream you're like wow okay i guess that was a dream but in the moment you're just kind of going along with it going with emotions and stuff i think in some cases like ghosts probably experience something similar where where they're just kind of like going along with these uh patterns and emotions and, and energetic aspects of themselves that seem to to repeat um which is where you get into this idea that you know for the people who can actually have experiences where they can quote unquote see ghosts and sometimes you see them not just with your eyes you see them with like you know devices and tools like electro you know evp electronic voice phenomenon electricity and stuff because you, you think about it you know it's like where are ghosts it's like they're here but they're just like one frequency over one quote unquote one they're a different frequency over there's something slightly they're nearby like they're literally in the same spot but you can't see them but some people can, um, but they're just kind of like a little bit outside of our space, um, but they can still interact with our space, which kind of goes again in last week's topic, right? Like it's like, you know, again, we're referring to this term as like ghosts, but it's like, well, what do you consider the difference between a ghost and some sort of higher conscious being that didn't have a body to begin with, but then is interacting with our reality from a conscious level you know and, and then so like it's like can the ghost actually shift through consciousness where sometimes ghosts would kind of be stuck in loops kind of like they're stuck in a dream loop um and then other ghosts would almost like evolve as ghosts to the point where they're actually like a conscious spirit and that's where you get into the idea where it's like it's like oh and this is me speaking personally where it's like oh like you know like i felt my grandparents with me or something like like it's like are they just stuck in a loop somewhere or am i assuming in my vision of what it would be like for them 
you know, there's like an energy to them that's connecting with me, perhaps from a conscious intention from their side. Like they actually have like, do ghosts have a will, right? And that's a very interesting thing, right? Do ghosts have will? Do ghosts, are, is the experience of what we identify as a ghost just another stage of the experiences of consciousness, of human consciousness that isn't necessarily just something that's limited to the human form, so to speak. So um, I've talked for a while here. We're going to pass it around. I love this topic. I hope, um, what do you guys think? Did I do a pretty good job of kind of like explaining and at least helping paint the picture? If so, just drop an 11-11 in the chat if what I say like kind of made sense to you or, or helped if you're something you resonated with. And uh, we'll keep things passing around. Uh, Kelly, I can see you in the stage. Welcome. If you'd like to raise your hand, you know how to do that as well. And uh, again, anybody else would like to join us, uh, please feel free to do so. Right now, it's just myself and Belize. So I'll pass it over to Belize. Please, thank you for your patience. And uh, after that, I'll either go next or anybody else who we would like to pass it to. So please go ahead and gently unmute your microphone and, and feel free to practice sharing what and why are our ghosts from your perspective. Welcome, please. Hello. So uh, in Turkey, in Islam, there are like uh, genies kind of thing, like, but they uh, kind of like, I think they are made us fear about them but the thing about them is that they don't exist and uh, what are ghosts i have no idea i feel like um we are <laughs> and uh the thing about is that we are controlling our consciousness trying to stay present is not making us present all time and feel like we kind of gotta have you seen the show hollow it's I, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that, that show. No. Is it, do, are there ghost themes in it? I mean, kind of. It's like uh, the three children are kind of in a game and they're kind of being dramatic and consumed in that character. And then just people come up and like, like that, uh, you know, like the uh, ghost team people, but they're also not bad, you know, like witches and scary seeming people but then they're just the the the, the of the game as well gotcha gotcha <laughs> is it yeah. kind of like a is it um like a ghost detective team kind of like uh no it's like a conscious version of a game it's on netflix oh okay all right well i'll, yeah. I'll i might check it out then yeah yeah and and there there was a show I just watched. I think it's new. It's like uh the Mayan Maya and the Tree. Have you seen that show as well? I think that was beautiful. At the end, I I'm not gonna get give spoilers about, it, but it's wonderful. Yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for the suggestions. Please. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you as well. <laughs> So yeah, and, and again, you know, like um, 
just going back to even um i, I was asking Belize a question like is is like is it a ghost investigation team like it's interesting because i mean that that was actually something i was going to reference at some point the the idea of um um, my own experience, having actually gone on like a, a ghost investigation once, which was actually quite interesting uh, to be amongst people who who are familiar with actually using devices to be able to communicate with spirit. And, and, and what was interesting, and Kelly, I can see you and I'll bring you up on stage as well in a moment. You know, what was interesting is that like there's a video of this on my YouTube channel. And, and if you guys want, you can um, I'll post it in the discord afterwards so you can find it. But this was uh, my own experience of going to like this old theater where they were basically kind of like doing like uh yeah like it's um paranormal investigation kind of thingamajig that they do and uh it was for like the it was like the canadian version of taps which is the par the something the association of paranormal something something it was called chaps it was like a canadian version um but anyways with this uh with this idea it's something fascinating how um places places actually perhaps have more ghosts than others so so you get like the these like energetic places that um that seem to like more ghosts seem to stay around them so so that's kind of one of the interesting topics about the what and why of ghosts is that ghosts um what we identify as ghosts and, and kind of more of the stereotypical idea of like quote-unquote like hauntings and stuff uh, are often um they they kind of experience they, there's an aspect to their patterns which relate to the idea that when where there's like physical places with high energy there would be like more ghosts there as well which i always found, found kind of interesting anyways just another piece of the puzzle to put on the table kelly i'll bring you up on stage and uh thank you again for for joining in and uh again for anybody else tune in thank you so much for being here we'll keep things going for for a while longer and for those of you who'd like to be able to join on air and uh, practice sharing about this discussion of what and why ghosts are to to us to you and uh perhaps whether or not you'd like to even share any experiences uh you're more than welcome to be able to to do that as well and personally i can just say right now i know um i know people that have definitely had like experiences um i know it'd be interesting because i'm going to talk with Lacey about this afterwards and, and me and her have had this conversation she has more stories than i do i can't necessarily say i've had like full-on experiences but um even being in places there have definitely been moments where like i've been in kind of like sacred spaces or even just like sacred lands where you can just kind of like feel there's an energy to to the space um like you can feel there's like a connection to uh what you can almost identify as like the ancestors so that's where it kind of gets you know into another aspect of the conversation where it's like you know what we identify as as ghosts is the continuation of the topic is the concept of you know like our descendants and our ancestors and do our ancestors energies uh stay stay in the land and, and how do we continue to deepen a relationship through that as well and i think that's something that um you'll see in other qual in other cultures quite predominantly kelly thank you so much for joining in if you'd like to just test your microphone go ahead and i'll pass it over to you and and welcome again to those of you who are here hello with us. Hello, hello welcome welcome kelly kelly thank you for for joining and uh, i'm excited to hear what you have to share so what, what do you think kelly what what and why are ghosts okay hi everyone i've been working my buns off so i haven't been around as much um so i still don't know what and why but i had an experience that made me wonder okay what was that was that leftover residue of a life was that a ghost was that i don't know so i my parents lived in this house that had this cool it was a historical landmark it was kind of this abandoned place that was built by these women in the 40s who were building it with the idea of like world peace, that they were going to show everyone around the world. 
through a magazine that we're all the same, so no one would want to go to war. It was like this cool house that they collected tiles from all over the world, and they made some of the roof tiles. They molded them over their thighs. It was like this house of love. So when I went back there after they had moved out and nobody lived there for a minute, I walked in, and I've never experienced this before. I felt like I could see through my mind's eye orange little kind of ribbons in the air like I felt this energy and I tuned in and I was like okay is it good or is it bad doesn't feel bad and I imagined this like orange I don't know little tingles in the air so it looked like little ribbons in my mind's eye and I was like okay I'm gonna walk I'm gonna keep walking I know some people would stop but I'm gonna keep going I was trying to get some some sweaters I had left there and I actually went around to this other side of the house and I'm walking in and I'm going up a little ramp and I see this silhouette figure that's all, it's like if you took a pencil on a piece of paper and shaded it in, it's that color. It wasn't see-through, it wasn't black, solid. And it was the left-hand side silhouette of like a man, a short man in a hat with a book open in his hands. Now I couldn't see it was all one color like a silhouette, so I could, but I could see the shape of the hat, the shape of the book. And then it, he looked towards me and looked back forward, closed the book, and walked through the wall. Gone. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna leave the house alone in case I'm disturbing. Maybe, you know, <laughs> I'll just leave the house alone. I got my sweaters and left. But my parents said, What room was it? And I explained. And they said it was a short man with a hat and a book. And they said that was the guy that used to live here who died and who loved this house. Like he lost it to foreclosure, did not want to lose it. And that was his library. And so then I wondered, okay, well, what exactly was that? Was that, like I said, residue, leftover? Did he actually come back through dimensions? I'm not sure, but it wasn't really a bad thing and he got out of my way but I still like out of respect left left that space for him <laughs> wow Kelly thank you thank you so much that's a that's a great again just kind of spooky testament story there as and uh yeah it's in, like again you know it's, it's very interesting when you have an experience like that and then afterwards you're able to kind of like connect the dots and piece together the you know to, to actually be able to discern that to the point where like was that the person who lived here like out of all the things that you saw the fact that it was fitting um what do you think kelly like i mean i, I mean what what did you take away with you from from that experience if you don't mind me asking well that house i've had people have weird experiences at the house where they say like i feel like Someone's watching us through the window or one person came to a party that was like, someone died here. So people definitely felt some energy at that house. I had a really cool fairy dream about like the fairies came and they were outside the window and they were waiting for me. And when I finally noticed they were there, they were walking away. It was definitely this like other, like a portal kind of a place. So I've never known what to think about that, but I... We never saw him, and then my parents moved out before it sold, and so it the house was empty. So I don't know if does that mean he was because it was empty, he felt like he could come back. I really don't know. 
I'd love to hear what other people think. It sounds like, I mean, it, again, just making a guess, it, it sounds like it's just kind of like a standard case of um, his spirit just kind of being imprinted on that space, you know, like kind of like in the same way someone would dream about an old house that they have. It's almost like as if his spirit is still kind of like dreaming of, of being in this space. And that's the thing where it starts to get interesting with ghosts because it's like, it's like, is the ghost an actual in some cases, is the ghost an actual entity in itself, or is the ghost almost like an echo of of an energy, of an imprint, or something like that? We don't really know, and that's kind of the the, the bit of the, the the what and the why of this. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating to, to be able to hear kind of like common stories with common themes in them. So very, very, very interesting and very spooky. So thank you, thank you, Kelly, for sharing. Is there anything else you want to share before we we'll pass it around a bit more? No, thanks. Awesome. So th there was one thing that, that, that came to mind, and, and Jessica, I can see you up on stage, so welcome, and we'll pass it to you in one moment. Um, and, and I know, Jessica, you're, you're, uh, I don't want to take too long, just uh, again, based on how much time you may have with us. But one thing that I was going to share where I was just like, it's just like, oh, I haven't really had much experience with like ghost ghosts. Um, so again, there's, what, there's like ghosts, what we're referring to as ghosts. But then there's also what, again, within category wise, right next to it, which we often refer to just as spirit. Um, and then so there's the idea of like, of like, like connecting with spirits. And this is where it'd be like, oh, connecting with like the spirits of the forest or the spirit of the land. And, and so again, you know, like what we identify usually through our language as quote unquote spirits, it, it, like I don't think that's always this idea that like that's like a person who has deceased but sometimes like a spirit can be a ghost but a ghost isn't always what we refer to as a quote-unquote spirit because and the only reason i'm saying this and again because just because it falls so close within the the context um and it is an experience that i have there's actually video footage that i have of um like what we would identify as as basically orbs um like many of them like prominent ones like kind of like swirling and flying around me in this old footage that i have it happened uh, at least on twice and it was like kind of like my old camera it's really interesting you guys would have to see it but more or less it, it for me it, like i didn't see what i saw on camera as necessarily being um like the the quote-unquote ghost and again in this case ghost seems to be more so referring to like the the specific spirit of someone who has passed more so as these little orb things like i saw them as literally just kind of like quasi-dimensional entities which were like a consciousness in themselves or they could have been like you know like like ou a multi-dimensional kind of extra whether it's extraterrestrial or something um but then like the the whole idea and this is where i guess i'll just draw this back what we identify as orbs, I think, again, orbs can still be quote unquote ghosts because what we identify as the orb seems to more so just be the vehicle um, and not necessarily the actual entity. So the orb, this is breaking it down a bit and answering the question, what or why are ghosts? We often see ghosts or spirit in the form of an uh, orb, but the orb itself is, this is my best guess, is actually like the, the Merkaba, which is like the light body vehicle, the light vehicle. And this is where, um, again, it's like that star tetrahedron, 3D star of David shape, but that can be any scale. So this is the theoretical question. It's like, are the orbs we see in pictures sometimes? Like, could those be... Um, in some way, what we would often, what we would sometimes identify as like UFOs, and then again, this is where you can clearly see how like the topic of ghosts suddenly becomes a topic of UFOs. But we're not going to go that far into it. Um, but from my own experience, it was interesting because I did have this uh, very interesting footage that I captured of these kind of orbs kind of appearing around me. Um, but again, I don't. But we do have hauntings and stuff, or 
things where sometimes the ghost does appear in an orb but the orb isn't always a ghost there that's that's my main point just to be able to again we're, we're i feel like we're detectives here trying to break this case um jessica i'll pass it over to you welcome to our our little detective conversation here whatever we're, we're doing i'm having fun jessica i'll pass it over to you go ahead if you'd like to be able to share and then we'll pass it to whoever else after now after that next thank you Thanks, Brendan. Um, yeah, I'm a bit late today, so I missed some of the conversation, but I got to catch some of Kelly's story, which um really appreciate that. And yeah, the question of why are ghosts, um, I kind of resonate with it on different levels. And I, I like what you talked about being like an echo, like maybe we're just getting a glimpse of another time, another dimension, and that veil is really thin there for a moment. Um, but it is interesting when maybe it isn't that like is it always just one thing when a ghost maybe interacts with you in some way um i've been like kind of so i i think that there's a, a ghost dog that lives in our house which is like spirits of animals is like it's a whole other dimension that i would not have really considered but um there's like when my brother-in-law and my sister used to live in this house um the previous owners had dogs and he would often like catch out of the corner of his eye like a dog he's like i swear i see a dog in the house and then when we moved in later um my young my older daughter would look out in the backyard and then when we got our puppy she'd be like oh rio our dog is playing with the invisible dog in the backyard i'd be like oh okay <laughs> um and then it turns out they had buried like three of their dogs in our backyard which um we eventually did dig up um but just this week, I've been waking up to the sound of click, click, click nails in our hallway. And we have a, a gate that separates our hallway from like the back of the house where the bedrooms are. And I'm like thinking, oh, I must have left it open. And our dog, um, who isn't crated, he's our bigger one. He must be walking down the hall. And I get find, you know, come out and find him. He's sacked out in the living room floor. So I'm like, okay, so I guess something's moving around right now. But um, yeah, the... The most vivid memory I have, I have, I have different encounters. I've had different encounters with things. Um, when I was six years old, I'll just share this story. We went, my family um, at the time went to, um, in the Midwest, a like autumn festival, like a harvest festival. And we really, my brother and I, he was like five, I was six. We really wanted to go in the fun house. I'd never been in one. And so my parents were like, fine, you know, gave us tickets. We'd get in line. Um, terrible planning. The, the, they put the haunted house right next to the fun house. Um, <laughs> so like half of the kids were getting into the wrong line. And I just remember starting to go into this house. My brother's in front of me and it's getting like pitch black. And there's this older couple behind me. Like it's, mo it's like kids, but there's this older couple. And I remember them vividly and they were dressed like you know your grandparents from florida kind of thing you know kind of in these comfy clothes but the thing i remember about them is that they were all like almost like one hue like like if you turned the hue down on your television like you could tell their palette and everything like that They're, but everything did almost look like it was one hue and almost like this glowing grayish bluish i mean i don't know but they told me like, don't worry. And the woman said, I'm gonna look after your brother. And the man was like, I'm gonna look after you. And I remember parts of this haunted house and I don't remember them being there. And then there was one point where I vividly remember being grabbed from behind around my neck 
and being lifted off my feet. And I just was kicking and screaming. And the next thing I remember is seeing that man and he was just ahead and he was waving. And he's like, this way, this way, come this way. And he was leading me to the exit. And that was the door to the exit. And he was right with me. But when I got there, like my dad said that there was no one with me when he, he was basically not far outside of that. Um, so it was just one of those instances where it's like, I remember that. I still remember that clear as day, um, but no one else saw it. My brother doesn't remember seeing anybody. And um, I don't know who that was. I don't know what that was, you know, spirit guide of some sort, a ghost. I don't, I'll never really know, but um, I just know it happened. So anyways, yeah, thanks. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. And, and sorry, just so you confirm, how old were you when that happened? I was six. I was, yeah, somewhere between six and seven at that point in time. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and, and again, you know, like you hear that a lot of people having these experiences when they were younger. And, and I know that's, that's again, like I, I know people that had a lot of experiences growing up when they were younger. And, and, and again, that's where um, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because it's just kind of like, you know, obviously kids are a little bit more susceptible to being able to sometimes connect with those energies. So yeah no it's to hear people that have actually had those experiences and you know to just be able to take them with an open mind it's just like okay like these like something happened here so like what what happened so um jessica is there anything else you want to share or, or do you want to even hypothesize with us on, on like what what ghosts are a little bit more if you would like to um yeah well i just wanted to share too that i think um if we don't discount what kids have to offer us. I think sometimes we we look at children and um, their minds are able to go out to the furthest reaches of imagination and creativity because, because they're so connected. And once we become adults and some of those things have solidified in our brains and calcified in a way, we, we dismiss that as just over-imagination. But um, really looking at children accepting that sometimes what they're experiencing is far more real than what we choose to construct. But yeah, as for what ghosts are or why, um, it it's such a, it's a fluid thing. I feel like it's a fluid thing. You know, again, is it spirit? Is it sometimes um, extraterrestrial in some way? Is it, is it a person? Is it an echo? Is it an animal? I, I think it, it also, again, can be the mirror of what, what do you need to see? So that what's that reflection being shown to you? It, it is ultimately it's energy being reflected back to us in, in some way. Um, so that, that I'd, I'd have to think about that more. Yeah. Again, I, I think, you know, with the idea of like what goes are, it'd be interesting to even just be able to, again, kind of look at different cultures and, and see what their best guesses were and their relationships. Because, you know, I think we do have this kind of, notion that ghosts are often this like spooky thing but at the same time you know it's not always the case um so to like have stories of like you know uh like are there are there good ghosts are there ghosts that again you know like almost is there like a consciousness where they might like choose to stick around to be like helpful or something like that um or is it an, or is it the inevitable journey of the ghost to to like move on so to speak um and then again you know going to the question of like well why are ghosts this is where you start getting into a um, very, very interesting topic where it's like, okay, if the ghosts 
has died in in a way that might not have been peaceful, then are they more likely to to stick around? Um, you hear about this. This is again, you know, this idea that if there was like a heavy, <clears throat> if there was a lot of energy related to to a person when they died in the circumstance, like would that mean that the the body might like the ghost may stick around as well? Um, and this is again, you know, like there's there's a lot of different ways to kind of like continue to see this topic, and and not to say that we have a we have to figure it all out or or uh, really just again kind of like piecing things together and. Um, for anybody who does want to be able to jump in, please feel free to just, again, blink your microphone and, and let us know. And for anybody on the YouTube who would like to be able to join in, please feel free to connect into the Discord. And uh, we'll keep going here just for, for a little bit longer. But um, what I'm just trying to think. I'm like, I'm like, what direction? What direction do we want to be able to, to take this? So, um, yeah, you know, like, I think, um, I think, again, you know, like, it's interesting when you do have experiences where... I guess like what we're identifying as as ghosts is is more so just kind of like the moment where we're engaging with a remnant of them here within the physical. If we were to connect with like the spirit of a beloved who has passed on, would we consider that a ghost? Um, not necessarily. So, you know, again, like within the, the container of, of what we were referring to as ghosts, um, again, ghosts, if I were to just kind of like reiterate this within my own mind to see if, if we've got an understanding of it, ghosts seem to be, again, either like the consciousness of a being that has, the consciousness of a being that has continued to remain in in the, the dimension of this plane to a degree, um, and then is still capable of being able to interact with our physical dimension, be it consciously or unconsciously. And sometimes there's like varying degrees of consciousness. And this is where, again, you know, you look at uh, using Hollywood examples as references. Um, the movie Sixth Sense is actually a, a very fascinating depiction of, of, of ghosts to be able to perceive them as, again, you know, like this spirit that's still on this journey and and they still have like a mission they still have um, um something that they're they're seeking to do which is fascinating when you think of it as like you know the journey of the soul is to exist before this incarnation theoretically allegedly i, I assume so and then to be born into this physical body to go through this physical existence to have crazy dreams and live that life and then at the moment of you know, moving beyond this physical body, the journey doesn't end there. It, it actually continues to keep going. And for some souls, you know, like the the idea of um, there still being like something for them to either learn or process or that they're connected to or some sort of like resolution, it seems to be. And again, this is more of a hypothesis. Are, are ghosts learning? You know, like are ghosts capable of like, are they experiencing something in a linear fashion where there is still a story to them that has yet to complete its chapter. And this is where, again, you hear a lot of people who um, get into the concept of like mediumship uh, and, and working with like seances where that would actually be the intention to like help ghosts move on. Um, there's a lot of people who are, who are quite dedicated and focused on this as well. So, yeah, again, it's just a fascinating topic. I'll, I'm more than happy to just continue to, to pass the talk and stick around and uh, see what we can continue to cover to here together as a team. And then we'll get closer to wrapping it up um, in the next little bit as well. So, uh, yeah, for anybody who would like to be able to go next, please feel free to blink your mics. The other way that ghosts, again, kind of like manifest within this reality, it's interesting. And, and this is actually something I'll just dive into. 
like the ways this kind of goes back to last week's topic like the ways that spirit can communicate us but this case more specifically it's like the ways that ghosts seem to interact with this reality um again it's through like it's through it's not just electronics it's like electronics but then it's also like elemental stuff and then there's also the idea of like you know can some ghosts actually almost materialize to the point where they can interact with this reality they can push things they can move things they can close cupboards and stuff like that um and this is again you know even just going back to jessica's story to, to, to literally have felt as if, as if there was like some sort of physical contact there uh as well and then uh again yeah even through like blowing out lights and things um and noises um, and this is where, again, you know, like, do, is it, is a ghost the same type of thing that can like mimic sound? I don't know. I don't know. Because I know there are accounts of like people who encounter, again, kind of like shadowy entities and stuff like that. Um, and uh, Mystic Dreamer, I'll, I'll bring you up in two seconds. And thank you for joining in. I know there are stories, again, of people who, who have encounters with like, quote unquote, entities, and, and they like mimic them and, and stuff like that. But again, I don't think... I think that's outside of the 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 like the specific label of ghost. I don't think I would go as far as calling that a ghost. Um, I think that's something else. I think that's again almost like a whole different discussion in itself. So um, I'm trying to just figure out within my own head what the definition of ghost uh, contains to. AJ, I'm gonna bring you up on stage and uh, we'll go around the circle at least uh, one or two, one or two more times, and then we'll get close to wrapping it up. Uh, AJ, just go ahead and test your microphone and and feel free to just say hello. Hello. Hello, welcome. AJ, thank you for joining today's circle. And uh, yeah, what and, and why are ghosts? And when you're ready, feel free to share. Oh, well, welcome, family. Uh, I, it's so hard to say what they are, why they exist. Uh, I've had my experiences. Um, there was one in particular uh, when I was 14, 14 or 15. There's a place in um, Orlando, Florida, where I grew up, uh, called Sunland. It was a mental hospital. And so at the time, I was homeless. So I didn't have anywhere to go. So a group of us decided, why don't we go to this mental, mental hospital? And it had been abandoned for, for many years. And so they were just like, well, let's go check it out. Now, from what I had heard, people had gotten... Uh, hurt and some people had died in the mental hospital after it shut down because of either asbestos or they you know there wasn't upkeep and so they fell through elevator shafts so we knew that it was an unsafe place to go but we we decided you know what let's just go ahead and take a go at it and let's go on this journey so we got food we had flashlights we had all this stuff with us and we planned to stay overnight so as we are off to this mental institution. Uh, there's a road that goes down and there were lights that were leading towards this place. And as I'm on the pathway, I start hearing, I, I start hearing children laughing in the distance. And I look at my friends and I'm like, did you guys hear that? And they're like, no, what are you talking about? And I'm like, there's kids laughing. I can, I can hear them. And, um, so we keep walking. I don't think anything of it. And as we keep walking, I feel something tug at the back of my shirt. And I thought that it was a friend of mine. And I go to look back and there's nobody there. And so I kept it to myself. And as we keep walking, it happens again and it pinches my back. And I turn around 
and out loud I said, who is it? Like, what is, what is it? And all of a sudden I heard this kid and my friends knew that I was sort of sensitive, but I, and I had seen spirits before when I was very younger, when, when I was a lot younger, but this happened when I was kind of a teenager. So it, it was a different experience. And, um, and I'm listening and there's this kid that says, he gives me his name, uh, his full name. And I can't for the life of now remember what it was. Um, and so I asked him, how old are you? And I do remember his age. He said, I'm, I'm 10 years old. And so I'm starting to ask questions and I'm, I'm asking him like, well, what happened? And he didn't say anything. And he said, I'll, I'll protect you guys. And so we keep walking and I'm letting my friends know I'm having a conversation with this spirit, but I can't see this spirit at this time. All I can do is basically I felt the pinch and, and I'm in communication at this point. Is the communication yes. more just kind of like in your own mind, like as if there's like a second voice inside your head kind of thing? How would you describe the way you're um, hearing it? it it, it no, it, I knew that the presence. It, I don't know how to describe it because it sounded like a kid's voice. As for me, if I'm speaking in, I guess my own higher self or my own voice, there's a difference. A different. Uh, I could tell my own voice from this kid's voice. This kid's voice was completely. Uh, it was not almost a part of my head, and I, it's so hard to describe. Like the children that were laughing off in the distance, I could tell the space between them and where we were. This spirit, I could tell that I could hear him on the right side of me, but I could not hear it out of the left, if that makes any sense. It was almost like I, it was a, a clear sound from a friend that would be standing on my right side, uh, right there talking to me so it was coming from a distinctive place it wasn't a part of my my makeup in my head uh, that's the best way that i can describe that so as we as we walk down towards the mental institution we get to the main we jump a fence and we get to the main corridor and as we go through we fall we go into this crawl space and we can see the elevator shaft and how there's a hole in the floor and as we're going through we get to this one place to where it opens up and we're almost in a cafeteria-like setting. And we have our flashlights and everything. And all of a sudden, there was something that was hanging from the, from the ceiling. And all of a sudden, it caught fire and it went out. And we all saw it. It, was, it, was, it wasn't one person. We all witnessed this thing happen to where this there was this thing that was hanging because it's, of course it's pitch black and it and almost it looked like a rope and um it it caught on fire and it went out just as quickly as it as it showed itself i guess to us and we booked it we all started running and in this uh mental institution there were still like the the um there were still the beds that were there and it was just dilapidated and broken down and so now I'm scared and I don't want to stay <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this kid. He's, he told me his name and now we get into this area to where it's sort of like uh, the air conditioning unit. Uh, that's the best way we could describe. It, and that's where we sort of kept house for a little bit. And we set up 
like tent there. So we had our sleeping bags in that area and we decided that that's where we we're going to stay for the night. One of my friends was like, well, why don't we go explore the grounds? And so him and I went out. And as we went out, I noticed that there was a premonition of this kid that was in the window. And I knew that it was the same kid that I that I was speaking with. It just, I don't know how I could tell you. It was very, um, there was a fog that was in the air. But even with it being foggy, I could definitely tell the outline of this kid. And I grabbed my friend and I'm like, it's him, it's him. And my friend was like, I can't see him. And I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and I'm just like, okay, this is, this is a little crazy. So then as we go outside, again in my right ear, I can hear him. And I, now I'm asking more questions. And I said, do you know why you were here? Like what happened? And he started explaining that all he remembers is that he was at the top of the stairs and there was a girl that he liked and she was at the bottom of the stairs and she had red hair and it was he he described her to me and so and he said and that's all i can remember so that was it and so our night sort of consisted of me speaking with this spirit uh this ghost and uh we stayed overnight and we had some more experiences in the place with with seeing things that were just sort of insane um, hearing rattling going on with the beds. Uh, there was one bed in particular that had a handcuff that was to it. And we didn't understand the reason why that handcuff was there, but it kept coming from this specific room and there was a lot of activity, but he was the only one that I saw. And after the experience, because I had his name at the time, I went to the um, Orange County Public Library and I needed to find and research who this kid was because I had his name and I just wanted to see if I could find him. And so my friends were there with me and, and we're going through documents and like, it wasn't like the internet was really big at that time. So everything was on reels and we had to go through newspaper documents and all of a sudden we found this kid. And his parents had placed him in this mental uh, facility. He had lost both of his parents and uh, he was there. And what ended up happening, there was a doctor that was killing a lot of the kids. And he was actually one of the kids. They, the newspaper said that he had gotten pushed down the stairs and he had broken his neck. And it was one of the last cases, but right before the mental institution ended up shutting down. And literally, all of the blood drained out of my body as we were all standing we were all standing there and we were all reading this article and i looked and i'm just like oh my god and my friends were like aj that is insane and i just to this day i'm getting like goosebumps right now to this day that was the i don't know if it was the scariest thing but it was definitely the first time that i ever like felt a ghost to where it was like there was a pinch and two that I was having a conversation with one. I I've been able to see spirits before, but never, it wasn't malicious. It wasn't, um, it, it didn't have any ill intent to harm. So it was, it was just different. Uh, never have I had an experience like that again. Uh, but it was something that was very transformative and I will never forget that experience for the rest of my life. 
Wow. AJ, thank you so much for, for sharing. And uh, it's when, when you when you first joined, I didn't put two and two together that it that it was AJ, the AJ who I know. And, and, and so I'm like, I'm like, oh, OK, I, like as soon as you start talking, I'm like, because I remember you've, you've told us like on other broadcasts um, a lot about just kind of like being very in tune growing up and everything like that. So that's really fascinating mm-hmm. to again, be able to, to hear that from your experience. And I mean, do you, do you remember like even just kind of like growing up with, with that and, and with other experience, how, like how it maybe just kind of changed the way you looked at the world in terms of knowing that there was more to it than just kind of like this physical reality? Like, was that kind of like just how you saw the world and then the, the interactions with ghosts and spirit obviously was just a part of that, so to speak? I, I think... <clears throat> From the age of probably four is when I was keenly aware of other spirits. And uh, I was always wrestling with things in dreams and, and not being able to differentiate dream world from reality and that sort of middle space. Um, I remember when I was four writing about this lady in the window uh, and I had drawn a picture of her uh, and it was... <laughs> Like it was just, my my mom still had it in her in her drawer, uh, or the man that was on the floor. And there there were my encounter with spirits was that they were very real to me. And so, uh, I sort of always had that sense. And as I got older, um, I sort of I don't know if I, it just changed. I didn't get to see as much. I mean, there was another encounter that I had later on in life. And this is when I was well into, I was 20 at the time. Uh, but there was a spirit that I just moved into a friend's house. And um, I, <laughs> it's crazy. It was, it was like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. And I woke up from a dream and I look over at the door and I see this older gentleman standing there and looking at me. And of course I'm armed at this point, And I'm just like, you need to go back to where you came from, blah, 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 this is that. And so he disappeared and I banged on my friend's door and I'm like, hey, Kemalise, wake up, wake up. And she woke up and she's like, AJ, what's the problem? And I said, do you realize that you have spirits in the house? And she laughed and she was like, I have them here for protection. She knew exactly, (laughs) she knew, she knew what they were there for and why she had placed them there. And that was, and I said, well, listen, you need to keep your spirits on your side of the house. As for my room, uh, I will be putting my salt down in the corners and I am going to cleanse my room (laughs) to make sure that we don't have this. I don't want to get, you know, awakened by somebody in my room. It was just unsettling. Uh, But that was another time uh, later in life that I was able to, to see to see a spirit like that but um why that they're here and and how how has that sort of framed my my view on things i think that uh traumatic experiences can be one thing um in in my experience and especially uh when dealing with spirits that are in other people's homes and they don't really know how to deal with that is that returning the spirit to where it needs to go maybe they they have an attachment towards something within a place um and they're just not able to let it go um and i think in in life there's a lot of things in life that we carry it just as us being spiritual beings in a sort of physical body um some things that are done to us that we carry with us and and we never really learn how to let those things go and maybe those things are what keeps them bound in this area and and so until they're able to find that healing or sort of that crossover 
uh, since to where they're able to to deal with the problem or you know that's the reason why usually if I if I deal with spirits on the few occasions that I have I've tried to come at it in the most respectful way and and trying to figure out why and um, but I mean when you're if you're scared or something happens and you're just kind of like I wasn't expecting this I mean the first initial thing is I just got to get rid of you as fast as possible and I don't want to delve any deeper <laughs> don't want to delve any deeper but um but I think that you know it, past trauma could be a reason why or um ritualistic things uh you know even just like my my friend he had she had placed that spirit there um or that was a spirit that she had known and had carried with her uh, and there was a reason for for that. So there, I don't know. You know, the answer is I don't know in the grand scheme of things, but um, they're they're here, and there are there's many different forms of that. And are there differences between ghosts and spirits, or or it, it, evil entities? And you know, there's so many realms and levels. And I would be, you know, I don't know all of that, but. In my experiences, I I definitely have a strong foundation in knowing that like they're they're here and we can interact. Certain people can interact with them uh, if they're open to that and sensitive. And um, you know, I'm grateful for my experiences. Uh, I I hope not to see any more. <laughs> I'm good, <laughs> but if they come, I, I definitely know how to handle it now. Um, and it's always with love. It's it's definitely with love. That's very powerful, AJ. And that, that actually, just a lot of what you were saying there at the end was actually where I wanted to be able to move things towards for the conclusion, which is uh, basically, again, just inviting everyone to be able to to reflect on the question of, you know, what should our relationship be like with ghosts? What 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 can that look like as as an example? And and AJ, you just said it there where it's like, you know, like how, how much of a paradigm shift is it if we can collectively and individually begin to start, you know, approaching these circumstances with love, with compassion, um, even in the midst of moments where things like maybe a little bit scary, maybe a little bit, you know, like fear inducing as well. And, and I think a lot of that um, is because it's so unusual to us. It's unfamiliar to us. It obviously, again, kind of like uh, definitely does dive into like the shadows of the psyche and play on our like little uh, fears of, of everything. And, and that's totally normal. But you know, in, in certain circumstances, it's very interesting for um, us to think about how we can evolve this relationship where you know, imagine you're going into a new house, and you almost kind of like establish through your will communication with the spirits that who you assume are probably there. Imagine you're moving into an old house and you just be like, be like, hey, spirits, I just want to be able to take a moment here to be able to like recognize you sending you guys good vibes. And then you're actually like, establishing a way in which the relationship can can take place and this is where it's interesting and aj for anybody else as well you know i'd be curious for us to just talk about this the idea of even being able to practice healthy boundaries between ourselves and ghosts is, is something that i'm sure some people would uh consider to be a very real thing and that's even aj what you were saying there uh as well so um yeah you know again i i think it's like can we recognize ghosts as again another extension of us of consciousness it's like another version of us um just in the non the non-physical form but 
um, yeah, they're still learning, they're still healing, and can we treat them with empathy? And uh, that's a it's it's fascinating. So yeah, let's just go around a little bit more, and then we'll get closer wrapping it up. Um, for everybody here, just inviting you to, to just kind of like reflect. You know, like what what would how can we just kind of put some things on the table of what a good relationship would be like uh, between ourselves and 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 ghosts? Because obviously we can you know, be scared of them, but, but what's, what's beyond that? You know, how can we seek to understand them, to empathize and develop a, a, a meaningful, healthy relationship? And, and again, and I feel like even if you were to, this is, this is interesting. I'll just say this, cause again, I'm just kind of thinking of it. If you were to do this, say you're in a circumstance where you're in a house and there's a spirit in the house, et cetera, et cetera. If you were to do this, my mind just kind of goes towards the idea that yes, you could establish this relationship within the physical, but then imagine if you could even just kind of like, Hey, to this, say to the spirit, be like, Hey, like, you know, like feel free to reach out to me in dream time. If you feel comfortable with that, because for the spirit, you know, it's almost harder for them to communicate with us here. They're going to like, maybe like slam a cupboard or flick a light switch if they can, if that works. And, uh, but, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like it seems to be that the spirit, it's almost easier for them to, to access um, to communicate with us within the access of the dream space, which again is kind of like this shared space. So um, yeah, again, just kind of piecing the puzzles, puzzle pieces together here. But for anybody else, go ahead and um, maybe, uh, I mean, I'll pass over to Jessica and then from there, either Kelly or AJ will pass over to you and then we'll uh, we'll get done for the day. Uh, go ahead, Jessica. What do, you, what do you think? Is this an interesting idea? It's so interesting. And I totally want to hear more from AJ because uh, that was just a wonderful story. And I love the idea of coming in with love and it it got me thinking about like does there need to be you know we have to establish our own boundaries within ourselves and know ourselves so that we can have boundaries but also like this level of consent um, and offering consent like sometimes we go into places and maybe we're disrupting the spirits there or the energy there if it's just an echo and so like how do we go about it so that there is this mutual consent so that trust and love maybe can come through and, and offer a shift in what might be blocked energy and manifesting in a multitude of ways. So I love, no, I just love the thought and it's, it's sparking more thoughts in me. Totally, totally. Yeah. And, and again, you know, for, for those of us here, like whether or not ghosts are interacting with us, it doesn't stop them from existing on some level, you know, we just don't always acknowledge them. And I think there's good reason in that, you know, if we were to see them all the time, it would probably be a little jarring. Um, but at the same time, you know, for any of us here, like, yeah, maybe just putting out that intention. And if that just means kind of meditating and connecting with the energy of your, your ancestors, you know, family, friends, grandparents, whatever the case may be. Cause I mean, like if you choose to identify, be like, yeah, they're a ghost. They might not be something that's like haunting quote unquote, haunting your location. Um, but that's still something that you can do. And again, I think having the dream space, as I said, is, um, always, a, a like a very viable option, like that it's accessible. Like, and so it's like, how do you develop that relationship and kind of evolve over time? Um, which is fascinating, right? Cause it's like beyond death, the spirit, you know, the relationship continues beyond death. And we, we kind of talked about that before, um, Kelly or AJ, who would like to go next? And then we'll, again, just get into closing thoughts here and, uh, feel free to just unmute your microphone and I'll pass it over to you. And, um, and, and Wheezy, I'm not sure if you wanted to jump up, but again, just kind of last call for, for anybody who wants to be able to, to join in here as well. So AJ, any, any other thoughts or even just like kind of closing thoughts on, on this topic? And, uh, if there's any words of advice you might want to share and, and I appreciate you sharing AJ because, um, like, again, like you're, you're a great example of just kind of someone who's had their own experiences, matured through these experiences and has a very grounded perception uh, of this while at the same time also being incredibly humble to the fact that, yeah, we don't really know 
but but what we do know is that you know there's the option to to be able to seek to develop a relationship i would say so what do you think aj oh yeah thank you um you know in in my experiences <clears throat> thank you for for pointing up the fact of, of maturing because you know when i i think that perception is everything and and we're always taught well ghosts are scary and all this other things and so if you see one the immediate thing is fear and um and i definitely know that when dealing with spirits or anything even even if it's on sort of like the darker sense or whatever you want to call it you know fear is one of those things that you don't want to go into the experience with and so uh that's something that it took time um and you know i think just having the compassion and realizing that the connection that if we're spirits then so are so are they and and whatever their experience is a lot of the times we don't get heard and we feel um and that hurts and so whatever in realizing that it's like the the different approach to that now like i said with my one friend i set my clear boundary in my room uh, I definitely do not want your spirits in my room. Now, mind you, if you want to have them out in the living room, wherever, I'm okay with that. I'm 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 good with that. I'm not going to tell you to get rid of the spirits in the house. It's fine, but it just for my space, <laughs> for my space, I don't want to be. I don't want that to happen. But, <clears throat> but I think that uh, I think it depends, and I think that also being being led. Um, with an understanding that, you know, um, cause I, I've seen some negative things in my life and there's, there's times where I've had to put my foot down and, and, and basically call it for what it is. And like, no, absolutely not. Like, this is, this is enough. Uh, this is good. You, you, it's time for you to go. Uh, just like there would any other person. It's like, no, it, it's, that's, that's good. But then there's other times where, you know, like I said, it, it's, you know, this, this space has been been open as for for dream space. That's such an inter interesting concept, uh, Brendan, that you bring up that, uh, you know, opening it up to, um, you know, the dream space. And maybe maybe that can be a space for you to commune with the spirit and really get and delve down um, to that. But I, I always say that love, approaching it from love and compassion is probably one of the best ways that I've found to to handle situations in, in spirit realm and and having that steadfast understanding that you're covered and that you're good and that you're okay. And um and that's the best way that I've approached it. So I mean that's that's all I can say about that. Um and I think that, you know, just just love wins and and that's what we should be carrying as light guardians, as workers, as you know, wherever we, we go in our lives, that's what we should be portraying to the world. And that's what we want the world to see on the outside in our physical realm. And I think in the spiritual realm, it should be the same way. So that's all I have to share. Thank you. Thank you again, AJ. And uh, yeah, beautiful conversation that, that we've been able to have here. It's always a bit of a mystery to see what's going to what's going to happen when we go into these topics. And this one, uh, 
uh, definitely again, definitely. Um, I feel like I feel like my consciousness is slightly expanded, which is the whole point. So, Kelly, would you like to be able to share any any closing thoughts on this topic? Or again, going back to that question, you know, like, is, can we develop a healthy relationship with these with these ghosts? So, um, Kelly, not sure if you're there, but if you are there, please feel free to to jump in. And uh, other than that, I'll I'll get close to to wrapping it up here in a moment. And uh, Jessica, if there is anything you want to add in for any closing thoughts, uh, again, please feel free even just uh, blink your microphone and pass it over to you uh, as well. So yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead, Jessica, and then I'll just uh, do closing thoughts after that. So when you're ready, Jessica. Yeah, I'll just offer my closing gratitude again. Um, always appreciate the space to meet new people and hear their perspectives. And it it always gives me something to think about. And now I can go into this, you know, coming Sawen and just kind of look at things differently and be a bit more open. And I also hope to come at it with love. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Jessica. Yeah, so just some of my own closing thoughts and then we'll be done for today. I think uh, there's a Jessica uh, Rabbit actually mentioned in the chat um, a word that is always a, a very important uh, concept to go back to, and, and, and that's discernment. So, you know, when it comes to interacting with these ghosts and, and everything like that, you know, like for some people, it, it, it might be a regular part of their reality, or at least it kind of pops up every now and then, or maybe it's been a part of their past. For some of us, not so much. You know, there, there may be people who maybe go through their entire life without necessarily experiencing uh, what they identify as like some sort of like interaction with a quote unquote ghost. Um, but again, that doesn't stop the fact that that this phenomenon exists. And, and so, you know, when whether or not we're even having these immediate experiences, I think even just within our heart to begin cultivating that relationship of compassion and empathy even towards the idea it's just like okay let's assume that these are spirits which still contain the memory and the experiences of the physical life that they live uh, having compassion for that and, and having empathy of just being like well you know like this person has passed like this person has moved on uh there can be a lot of different emotions there there can be a lot of sadness a lot of grief a lot of trauma uh, but at the same time you know it's not just that like it, it, within the concepts of ghosts just like anything there is the yin and there is the yawn and then there are going to be some stories and experiences of ghosts that are going to be like very shadowy and, and and in some cases you know the lesson there is actually again you know for how do like if if there is like a, a lot of kind of like this like chaotic energy um that also again just as in the physical reality may actually just be reflective of the fact that there is also a lot of healing that could potentially take place there as well or again a lot of like healthy boundary setting and everything and and you know just with this there are people who are quite experienced in this people who who again are like mediums and and, and have like seances and things like that um there's a lot of very specific practices and 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 again you know i think just being able to draw back on even like ancient traditions or at least looking at that for the people who who follow that path is quite fascinating but for the everyday kind of person who may not necessarily be the descendant of like a long line of witches and, and mediums or anything like that um again i think you know just to know that yes just as there are ghosts there are a lot of things around us that, that we don't always fully see or acknowledge or understand we literally exist in an ocean of energy and i think again you know what we identify as ghosts are literally just one aspect of consciousness that, that exists within this this vast ocean of consciousness that that we are a part of as well so you know for us the the, the what and the why is perhaps ghosts are still here to be a part of our lesson there is perhaps, uh, I would say not even perhaps, we are still connected to them karmically. 
you know, our story is still their story. And I think, again, when we approach the context of ghosts, again, you know, it gives us a chance to be able to look back on it and to also honor our ancestors, those who have passed, those who have come before us. That is why in so many cultures, you know, like um, the uh, Dea de Muerto and uh, even Sawain, <clears throat> it's all about that. It's all about like connecting with the spirit and of, of both nature and the land, but also very much like our ancestors and, and again, those who have come before us as well. So um, yeah, this is a great opportunity for, for anyone who may be listening to this around Halloween or even in the future to just kind of, you know, take a moment to just kind of acknowledge that, yeah, there's, there's, there's spirit, there's spirit of those who have passed on, whether we're calling them ghosts or otherwise, uh, they're part of consciousness, they're part of us, they're still learning, we're still learning, they're students, we're students, they're exploring the mystery, we're exploring the mystery, and yeah, there, there's something that, that each of us uh, have the opportunity to perhaps be able to, to teach each other, and, and that's a very interesting thing to just kind of like begin to fathom, and um, yeah, where that takes you, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of awesome a lot of opportunities and potential there as well. So the one thing I'll just say that I didn't mention, but I was going to mention earlier, it's very interesting how in the Tibetan Book of the Dead, um, a lot of it is actually this talk of being able to like to die consciously, to, to, to like move into death with your consciousness intact. And, and they would say that like or to a degree of your consciousness reached where if that was the case, then the spirit doesn't necessarily just kind of like remain on the earthly plane, but they actually kind of like move into another level. But hey, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that another time. But um, yeah, feel free to do some research on the Tibetan Book of the Dead if you're curious about uh, more understandings and perceptions of, of ghosts and spirits and uh, astral realms and the many metaphysical mysteries of this reality. So with that said, we'll, we'll wrap up today's discussion. Thank you so much, everyone, for, for joining in. And of course, we, we invite you to continue to have this discussion with people you know. Ask them what, what and why are ghosts to them? What do they think? Let's see if uh, you can piece more of the puzzle together and, and to, again, continue to, to find inspiration in the mystery of it as well. So uh, we'll be back here again another for another topic each Wednesday at 4 p.m. EDT. Again, you can participate through our Discord server. If you haven't already connected there, be sure to do that. There's a lot of awesome content being created and posted by fellow leading members in the community and uh, as well as other ongoing member events. And if you haven't already, feel free to check out our Patreon. And uh, you're always welcome to be able to join on the Patreon to be able to get access to our private membership events, full access to the Discord, access to me for Conscious Media Creation Coaching, and even just to be able to show your support. And honestly, for anybody who wants to even just reach out with any single donations, you can call it a tip, uh, just to be able to honor the time that goes into producing this, please feel free to reach out to me. You can always send a, a donation through PayPal, and uh, that's always super appreciated. I love being able to do these discussions. And uh, again, it's thanks to the support of the community members that help make this possible. So if you guys want to join the Patreon, be sure to do that soon, especially if you're looking to get involved with stuff coming up in November. Um, quick mention, tomorrow night at the time of this broadcast, October 28th, I'm doing a, a, a special broadcast of a, of a guided story meditation that's in theme with kind of Halloween and Sawin. It's called the Witching Ceremony, so stay tuned for that. And uh, the recording for both those will be online as well for that as well. And um, yeah, all the links you need are in the info for this video. Be sure to check out what's more on the Discord and we look forward to being able to see you here again in the future. And please feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram 
and uh, reach out, if, even if you just want to be able to express any gratitude. And uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that's about all for today. So paradigmshiftcentral.com, all the links you need. And uh, thank you guys so much, as always. And we look forward to being able to have you back here once again for another Paradigm Shift Central Circle. And uh, please feel free to screenshot this and post it in your IG stories and tag us and share with your friends. All right, everybody in the chat, feel free to gently unmute your microphones. You can join me in saying farewell and, and until next time. So goodbye, everybody. Have, an, have a happy Halloween if we don't hear from you until then. And, and happy Sawin and uh yeah thank you guys for joining in bye everybody waving at the camera bye everybody bye. we love you guys, we love you guys. <laughs> thanks everyone have a great day much love it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.